0: Good morning, and thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I am your host, Dr. Angela Tester. Have you ever thought about the little people in your life and what happens when you're sad? Perhaps they may be sad as well, or maybe you're that person that can stand in, and when they're not looking their happiest, you can help give them a general explanation as far as what's going on but just to reassure them and let them know that you are there for them. Being an adult, we play so many roles in the lives of the children around us, be it parent or grandparent, aunt or uncle, maybe it's godmother or godfather, or perhaps it's really just a really good friend and confidant. Well, our guest today, author Denise Harvey, allows us to think about the possibilities of how we can assist the little ones that are in our lives. The title of her book is Growing Up Sassafras, Where's My Daddy? Well, Growing Up Sassafras is about desiring the best for your child, for every child. It's about wanting our children to experience the love, the care, and the support of parents and their families. But it's also about desiring hope and healing for every child. This book is teaching children that their faith, yeah, it counts. And it counts just as much as the adult faith in their life does as well. Now, of course, you guys know that you can get a copy of the book on Amazon. I always bring you Amazon authors. But you can also visit Denise's website at DeniseHarvey.com. Now, I want you to go on and get ready to listen because you are going to enjoy the
1: conversation I'm having today.
0: Good morning, Denise. Thank you so much for joining me on Modern Living with Your Ingress.
1: Good morning. Thank you so much for inviting me. I really appreciate it.
0: I love the title of your book, Growing Up Fast to Fast, Where's My Daddy? I love it. Now, I'm a daddy's girl. So it kind of hits me on on two different notes. I love the name Sassafras. It's just really happy, and you think of um, just pleasant times. But you're talking about kind of a serious topic when it comes to little people. But I have to ask you, uh, where did you or how did you come up with the title of your book?
1: Well, that's kind of a funny story because the title, Growing Up Sassafras, it came into my heart when I was thinking about a little girl that's missing her father and and, and desiring to know where he is because she's thinking that um, he's going to forget about her. And so, and then the name Sassafras came from the street that we used to live on in uh, New Jersey when we were stationed there. And I just thought it was a cute name. I really liked the name. And I wanted yeah. to call her Sassy. So I thought, well, Sassafras is really different. You're not going to really see another name like that. And then we can call her okay. Sassy, you know, to bring out her little bright, spunky personality. Yes. Because I wanted her to have a a big personality with an equally big heart. Yeah.
0: So that's what I yeah. want to
1: portray as far as the character.
0: I love that. I love that. Now you said a very um, a thing in the explanation that you were stationed somewhere. So then I'm assuming that we're talking military family. Thank you. Right. For thank yeah, you. thank you so much for your service and being a military family. So many times people think that it's just a service member, but I have to correct and say no, it is definitely a family because you guys. Um, you go and you visit and you miss and you encourage and you keep them afloat. So, thank you so much for your service. I appreciate that. Now, yes. when you were writing Growing Up growing Sassafras, sorry, a little ton of pad there, did you have a particular group? In mind, Did you think, I want to write for, like, our kindergartners, or um, were you thinking, let's cut it off at middle school? What was your demographic in
1: your mind? You know what? I didn't, at first, I didn't really have a demographic in my mind. It was only right. hurting little children. It was anyone gotcha. whose heart was hurting. It was anyone whose heart needed to be yeah. mended. It was any child who needed more understanding if the parent wasn't willing to under to give them that understanding. And so yeah. I I know that I needed to write from a level of a child's perspective and their understanding. So you know when you're writing a child's book, it's kind of you literally have to rethink how they would say it, and at the same time make sure you give understanding in it too. You can't make it too you know, too adult-like or the way we would say things or the way we would uh, uh, explain things. So I wanted to put it down to a child who might be five or six you know, but able to read right. or able to at least comprehend because they are already experiencing these things. And then I right. wanted older kids to go back and say, well, you know what? My, my grandmother gave me this book. My aunt got this book. My little brother got this book. And, and yeah. I picked it up and I started leaking through the pages. And some of these things are things that I felt for so many years as a child, but no one was able to talk to me about it. Or they would just tell me, no, that's what right. I said. Or that's the answer. Or no, they're not around. And I also wanted to betray that, I used it as the father, but it could be the mother, too. You know, it could be that person who's missing, too. And it could be other situations. It could be someone that maybe they're incarcerated. You know, maybe they, you know, I I didn't want to use, you know, that they passed on because I do have that for the next one. But I wanted just to show, Uh yes, yes, that there's all these other different situations that happen, and it all affects our children. What we say affects them. What we demonstrate in front of them affects them. People may not think they're listening, but they're listening, and it's implanted into their head, and it's going right to their heart.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, it's really funny because I can think about um, the various things that have gone on in my life and, as a child, and I've been able right. to help the adults because the adults forgot, but because I was a child and I, I I just absorbed the information. It was like, oh, no, yeah, that family member's name was, you know, this or that. And they're like, how did you know? It's like, I don't know. I guess I yes. was just in the room. Because we yes. really, we really we do. And, you know, it, it, we have to be mindful not only of what we say, but of, of what we do, because you are so right. Little people are sponges. And we have to be able to put out our best or kind of be old school. And remember, it used to be that the children were excused, you know, it was like right. go outside and play yes. or go into the room go somewhere else because they understood, maybe not from a a psychological point of view, but they just understood that we're adults and we want to be able to speak freely and frankly and not have the children observe, uh, observe that and absorb that. I love it. I love it. But, you know, I want to make sure that, that I do not leave out something for my listening audience. That is very important. Um, guys, I want you to know that, that Denise is, I have had the privilege of spending time with Denise. Um, she's also a guest on Daily Spark TV. That's right. I do do a TV show as well. And she is just awesome song. Um And her, her, her vibe, her presence, her countenance. Whatever word you want to use there, she is amazing. So, But I want to make sure that, Denise, I did not read your bio, and I usually don't do that on my podcast, but I want folks to know a little bit more about who you are, so bear with me. So Denise is – a new author, but she's a graduate of Liberty University. She received uh, her Bachelor's of Science degree in Psychology and Christian Counseling and a Bachelor's of Science degree in Psychology Crisis Counseling, as well as a minor in Biblical Studies. She is currently pursuing her Master's of Art degree in Human Service Counseling with Family Advocacy. And you are about to graduate in May 2020. With that, we are a few yes. months off. Congratulations in advance for that. That is awesome, Soft. Your husband uh, is in the military, and you guys have done uh, a great, great service of not only um, showing your patriotism to our country, but also sharing your big heart in all that you do and taking this time um, this purposeful decision to write for our children and making sure that our kids are okay. That is, that is just so awesome. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Because I know people don't want to toot their own horns. I I know you don't want to do that because you are, you are such a humble person and I appreciate that, but you are awesome. And I wanted folks to know that. Oh, you are so sweet. Now when, when you are, writing, because so many times as an author, we have a particular not mindset, a particular message that we want to um, convey just as an author. However, when you're in the counseling world, and especially when you're in the biblical counseling or the pastoral counseling like I am, then you also want to make sure that you convey the heart of God in your message as well. Did you find that Absolutely. it was easy for you to be able to do both, to not only make a, a make a point, as an author, but to be able to convey the heart of Christ with that as well.
1: You know what? That part really was not that hard for me because I Uh literally, when I'm writing, I'm praying, I'm praising, I'm believing God is just, you know, literally downloading into me. I'm asking the Holy Spirit to lead me and guide me with what? I need to say and what needs to be said and what needs to be heard and how it needs to be heard. And even with the scripture, I felt it was really important for me to add the scripture after each chapter. You know, I wanted them to see God, you know, I wanted to, to, you know, we're talking about the babies and we're teaching the word of God to, to the children, but I wanted to, to actually add the words in each chapter. And so I just literally, every time I did the chapter, I promise you when I'm writing, I would I would start writing, and I can feel it, and I would start crying, or I would start just like, oh, God, you know, I, I, I it feels like I'm right there. One time, I was literally um, praying. I was in prayer, and I started yeah. praying when I'm calling out names for pray, to, to pray for uh, people. Wow. I started I uh-huh. calling out my character. I called out Sassafras, and then uh-huh. I laughed, and I said, you know, Lord, I said, um, Lord, I do know that is a character in the book, Okay. I said, but I pray for her anyway. I said, I pray for her anyway, Lord. I pray that whatever you give me to say, the message will be heard and it will be received. It will be received, you know, graciously. You know, not that I'm trying to, um, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want the book to come off as if it's casting blame or as if right. it's just metal. Because right. it's not about that. It's about sowing love. And it's about sowing yes. forgiveness and understanding and being a bigger person and say, you know what, I was hurt, but nevertheless we're going to take care of you. You know, yes. I still feel these things that I have work to do on myself but nevertheless, my family is the one one of the most important things in my life. Yeah. So that's basically how, you know, I did each chapter. I just like, okay, God, you know, here I go. I'm writing this, Lord. And then, and then right. even throughout <laughs> the day, I'm constantly thinking about it. Things are just constantly coming yeah. to my mind, you know, as far as how things should be done and how things should be said in reference to um portraying this for the children.
0: I love it. And, you know, I'm so glad that you prayed for your character of Sassafras because there are so many so many little ones out there. And, and for all that matter, the adults who's reading the book to the child, there are a lot of Sassafras yes. out there that that need yes. this book, from little people to elderly people who need to be able to know, you know what, someone understands what I'm going through. And, and they Amen. wrote this right. I love it. Well, you know, Denise, we are out of time, but I want to make sure that even it's in the description, but if you would, please, can you remind everyone, what is the title of your book, where can we pick up a copy, and how do we stay in contact
1: with you? Okay, absolutely. Thank you so much again. The title of my book is Growing Up Sassafras, Where is My Daddy? It can be purchased on Amazon and on Barnes & Noble, or you can go to my website at deniseharvey.com, as well as my Facebook page, Denise C. Harvey, and you can actually find the links and all the information there as well. So, Dr. I Angela, thank you so it. much for giving me this opportunity.
0: You are so welcome. Thank you, Denise, for spending time with my listeners today. Have a and since it's almost Christmas time, have a very very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year as well.
1: Oh, thank you. You as well,
0: listeners. We will be right back. We need to take a very short break.
1: If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes.
0: Well, you guys know what time it is, and this is the time that I get a, a shout-out to our international audience. I love the fact that you guys are tuning in, and I get to check the leaderboard. Coming in in the number one spot is my home country. That is the United States of America. Woo-hoo! Thanks so much for being number one. Number two is the Philippines. Thanks, Philippines, for being number two. Coming in in the number three spot is Australia. Thanks, Australia. Number four is Spain. Thanks, and number five, my neighbor to the north is Canada. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in and making our show an international success. Until next time, Merry Christmas and read a good book. Bye bye.